0: What's good, good people? I am not going to start this episode like bartender did last week, because uh, not trying to steal her thunder. <laughs> but I'm just gonna say hello <laughs> and welcome back. It's a little dry. I'm not gonna lie. It's a I know.
1: Dry. I know. <laughs> it's exactly,
2: you
0: know that's, that's all right though. Uh, um, I'm gonna let bartender have all that uh, sauce. I'm gonna let her have it. So welcome back to the We Got Deals podcast. I am your moderator for tonight, Uncle Beezy.
1: Uh
0: <laughs> aka Beezy, aka B Easy. Wow, wow. Uncle uh, Beasy. All uh, right. I, I mean, I'm just rolling with it. Y'all call me there every week. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd upgrade you to grandpa, but you could be Uncle. Really? <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't what's better, wow. Uncle or Grandpa? I don't know. I
1: don't I don't think grandpa's better than Uncle. I like
0: I, him, I like anyway. being that crazy uncle, the one that uh you gotta uh Keep the uh,
1: liquor away <laughs> from. Keep the liquor locked oh, up. My boo <laughs> <laughs> thing, though. My baby daddy. Ew. <laughs> uh,
0: have with me, of course, as always, the lovely Lotus.
1: Hey boo, how you doing?
0: Hey y'all. Hey. Also have with me Mika. Hey. And last but not least, C.O. Oh, what's going on?
2: What up, y'all? How you doing? I'm
0: good, hey. good. So, how was everybody's weekend? I'm gonna start with you, CEO. What's going on?
2: Well, I've had a lot of family in town. So, um, one of my cousins from the Bahamas has been here, and you know, he's in his 20s, and my cousin who lives with us is in her 20s. So they went to Broccoli City Fest doing the young, and mm. y'all know nice. I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we can't be out there, and they and they even left early because it was cold. And then my sister. And her wife were, were in town, so we got to hang out with them and do a lot of drinking of wine and things of that nature. Yes. I had fun-filled weekend. Fantastic.
0: So, <laughs> so this is family you actually like then?
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <Good to know.
0: laughs> you know, Wait a
1: minute. Did you just call some records for no reason? There is like... a
0: difference. There's family that you like who come over you like, hey, yeah, let's hang out. And then it's family that you don't like. You like, uh, so what y'all doing? Yeah, if I didn't like them. I don't, they wouldn't even be here for the weekend. Okay. Staying at my house. There you go. All right. Like you
2: absolutely not. Lay the
0: law down. I like it. All right. Tamika, what you up to? What you do this weekend?
3: It started out with my son's first T-ball game. Yay, son. Um, fun. Which is hilarious because, well, for one, t-ball is hilarious in itself. But then my son is just the biggest trash-talking t-ball player. Oh, nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> I need
1: some <laughs> examples, Joe. I need
3: examples. <laughs> okay. Here's an example. His team is out in the field. Other teams at the bat. Now, listen, some of these kids really struggle to hit this ball off the tee, right?
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laughing, y'all. I'm I just kid, laughing at the way she said it. I'm, I'm laughing. sorry. I'm laughing. I kid
3: <laughs> had a couple of efforts, you know, in order to get the ball off the thing. my son's in the, in the field yelling, strike six! <laughs> like, all right. All right. Listen, there are no winners and losers in T ball. There are no outs. There's no need. There's certainly no need for another referee. I do not know why he is this way. Son said, if you not first, you last. <laughs> <laughs> listen, <laughs> <right>? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't hit the T down. He's like, "Bow Bob. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. You said there are no honorable mentions in T Ball. Let's get it. <laughs> None. <laughs> None. None. So that was entertaining.
3: My in laws came down for it. That was a good time. Oh, good. And they just left out too long ago. So I'm now just relaxing with y'all.
1: Hey, girl. Relax on boo. <laughs>
0: yeah, we uh didn't have much relaxation Bruh. this weekend, Bruh. Yeah, we somehow I don't fooled, know how fool tricked, bamboozled ourselves. No, into, you signed us up into a dream <laughs> to a sleep, or uh, not sleepover, camp over. Boy, hold up, wait a
1: minute, not camp over. No, look. you stop, pause. Camping trip, <laughs> camping trip. It was called Encampment Twenty Nineteen. Uh, for
0: Girl Scouts, for a daughter. Y'all. Yeah. I'm not an outside guy. I'm not going to even lie to y'all. So, we, no, it usually involves wine and tents, but we, we did. <laughs> <Right. laughs> we actually did not spend the night because, yeah, we just. No, wait, wait. Let's back okay, up. I'm
1: sorry. I'm not about that. No, long. no. Let's back up, y'all. What kind um, of camping? Listen, there <laughs> were so many people, they didn't have enough beds. So, that was part of the reason why we didn't stay because my daughter didn't have a bed and she didn't want to sleep on the air mattress with me. My husband was going to have to either sleep in the car or the tent or the cafeteria. Um, And I'm not about that life. And he ain't about that life, but we saw a snake. My daughter fell and busted her knee. She got bopped in the head with a volleyball. Yeah, it was a pretty eventful day. It was an
0: eventful day. Got there at 7 o'clock in the morning, 7 a.m. But
1: that meant we had to leave. We, We got up at 4.30. Yeah. And, uh yeah, we was tired, but long story short was, all factors considered, we were like, it's easier to drive back to PG County and go to bed.
0: And so, um I took yeah. a great shower. Yeah, what? That shower was, was delectable. It was wonderful. And I slept yes. in my comfortable bed. You did. Yeah. And so, yeah, we had a good time. Oh, we did, didn't we? Yeah, did. Yeah. So that is that, and now we are going to jump right into it, and we are going to start with the 2020 presidential election.
1: Crazy!
0: This story is on the Democratic side, and it is about Mayor Pete. Now, I'm going to pronounce his last name. I actually had to research the pronunciation of his last name, and so I've okay. You what? I had to pre- re- research the pronunciation. <laughs> pronunciation. Yeah, we <laughs> did.
1: <Definitely. laughs> no,
0: yeah, I said pronunciation wrong. I would not say his name wrong. <laughs> and <laughs> listen,
1: now, I can for my husband. Don't don't be messing with him online. <laughs> look. You know?
0: Man, Y'all know it's episode 25. Y'all know I can't <laughs> talk. <The squirrel laughs> this is in town, stay down all day. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I meant to say, episode 25, thank y'all for st- staying with us this long. We got some special stuff coming up to celebrate episode 25, please. Please stay tuned Contest. to that. Yep. So stay tuned to that. We will mention that later on in the episode and later this week. But, back into the topics. So, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> Don't y'all laugh. Don't, Don't try laugh. y'all laugh. Because that is how you pronounce it. I'm sorry, babe. I'm, I know, because he said it himself. Ooh. He said Mayor Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> I know kids called him Pete Buttigieg but- all the time when he was a kid. I feel sorry for him. Buttigieg?
2: Buttigieg. Buttigieg. That is but it. but but are we sure? You sure? Yeah, I
1: am so uncomfortable right waiting. <laughs> came from his mouth.
0: <laughs> so that is definitely how you pronounce it. I know Look,
1: y'all want me to play the recording? Yeah. Um, we might have to. Can you please? We <laughs> okay, we, we we're gonna pa- Listen, we'll, we we'll get. We'll we're get gonna to come that. back once he find the video. We'll I'm, come back to
0: yeah. that. But yeah, that's how you pronounce it. <laughs>
1: And if not, y'all just heard some real hot um, takes
0: for real. So anyway, CNN, you know, they've been hosting their town halls with the uh, Democratic candidates. And this town hall was featuring Mayor Pete. That's what we're going to call him from now on. Mayor Pete, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. It was a lot of them there. And they were just answering questions. And so one of the controversial things that came out of this town hall was a question about whether people who are incarcerated should be allowed to vote. And so Bernie Sanders, he stated that the rest of the country should follow Vermont and Maine's lead and allow them to vote even though they're incarcerated. But then Mayor Pete, when he was asked about his stance, he gave a quick no, and he elaborated, saying, quote, part of the punishment when you are convicted of a crime and you're incarcerated is you lose certain rights you lose your freedom. And I think during that period, it does not make sense to have an exception for the right to vote, unquote. He did grant, however, that ex-felons should be able to vote once released from prison. Hmm. So I want to ask you all's thoughts. How do you feel about what he said? Do you agree? Do you disagree?
1: And I'll say this because I do agree that once you have done your time, that your rights will be restored within the the proper jurisdictional requirements however i don't think that imprisonment or paying your debt to society should necessarily be what some people would consider humane i think that given someone and this is the par- problem that a lot of people i guess the reason why i didn't want to have this discussion is like okay are we paying for cable or i just want to make sure that the time that you spend incarcerated or it's really time for reform. And so that's why I'm kind of torn is that is voting a part of that concept? Because I don't know what the current structure is, but you can build into that process, building a true citizen. If you're paying your debt to society, is it, I think it's our duty to make sure that when you return to society that you're better than what you Mm left as or the person that you were going in. And so whether or not voting and having the right to vote during that time is a part of that, I'm still open to it. I don't think that silencing your voice is necessarily punishment, but more so helping you understand your value. So that's why I I didn't really want to start this off because I didn't want to mince words. And I know it can be a very delicate discussion when you're talking about the rights of the incarcerated and what it means to actually have a punitive system of justice for a certain at a certain extent, but yeah, that's all I'm going to say for right now. I'm open to it as far as a component of you being incarcerated. I don't necessarily agree with what he said. I can understand where he's coming from because he explained his school of thought. Do I agree with it? Not necessarily.
0: Okay. See, uh, let me jump to you. How do you feel? I agree with Lotus.
2: I think that States should go the way of Maine and Vermont. Prisoners are very much still a part of the political process. And
1: awesome.
2: I don't even think voting should be connected to being in prison at all. I've read about how it started, and it's, it's just not logical to me. The only way it makes sense is if you're a person that believes because you made a mistake that you should just never be a full human again. Ah, girl, yeah. So it's just, I just think they should be able to vote. And I think, I mean, most people aren't staying in prison for the rest of their lives, so they're going to have to reintegrate and be involved in the political process. So why are we not supporting that particular constitutional right when they're um, in prison?
0: Yeah, exactly. You're here, Mika, how do you feel? You agree?
3: Eh, I, think it's, I think it's hard to say, but I mean, I agree. Like, well, what is the point of prison? Is it to rehabilitate? Is it to punish? Like, I don't know. I just don't know how those things are related to your right to vote. I don't know, prisoners voting. I mean, I don't know, but definitely without a doubt, I feel like they, once you have been released, you absolutely should be able to vote. Like, I don't even understand why that even has to be. You know, in some states, it's something you have to like apply for. I don't understand why. Because I would imagine a lot of prisoners are more informed, could be more informed voters than the people that are out here voting every day. So, no, that's where I kind of fall on it.
0: Like, he said that prisoners are kept out of the political life. I kind of disagree. Like, in prison they have televisions too and so they watch sports yeah but they also watch the news they watch CNN and MSNBC they 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 keep up with this stuff just like we do and so I don't think they're out of the political life I think they pay attention and like Mika said they're probably more informed on the issues than some of us are <laughs> and then I think about also the fact that a lot of people are in prison and it's because they haven't paid their bill They're in prison for like misdemeanors, like low felonies, like drug charges, stuff Mm. like that. We're not talking about just like murderers or rapists. We're talking about people that, you know, they made one mistake and they got locked up for it. And so now all of a sudden they lose their right to participate in the system of this country. And then a lot of times they're voting on stuff that directly affects them while they're in jail after they get out of jail. So I definitely disagree with Mayor Pete. I think that hey, if they're in prison and you know, they're of age, then sure, they should be able to participate in the voting process just like the rest of us. And I definitely agree that when you get out of prison that it shouldn't be any like hold up or oh you gotta apply to get this benefit back. Like that's foolishness. So Making a requirement to vote, and maybe that'll be a habit they'll stick with them once they leave out. I agree I mean, with that too. Yeah, sure. Now, I know some people are like, Hold up, wait a minute, we have people who don't pay attention to we really want them voting, but I think you kind of got to take the good with the bad.
2: <laughs> like, I, mean, that's the, I mean, that's freedom, right? That I mean, right. we can't dictate other people's lives, so you know, that's that's just a part of it,
0: yeah, yeah, so. I think we all agreed on that one. Let's find something that we disagree on, and I think I have. Mm. What?
2: What? What? You got another? Um, uh, another father with three-week-old
3: twins? Uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, yeah, I was. Okay. Like, hold on, Keith. I was. I was listening to that episode the other day, and I was cracking up. I was like,
1: yo, busy, like, <laughs> like, like, he's like, we have a, mo-. boy, sit down. <laughs> As we speak, our six-year-old is laying on me with her foot in her daddy's face. So uh,
3: Exactly. We, I see
1: um, it. <laughs> is enjoying <it> this. <laughs>
2: so. At six, right? And he's talking about three weeks. Yes,
0: right. <laughs> so weird. Why y'all bringing up old shit, though? <laughs> <laughs> This next story is about high school in Houston, Texas. And it's. let me give a little bit of background. There was a woman who was attempting to register her child for school. She In her pajamas. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. Uh, She started at one school, uh, had some trouble. She tried to go to another school. And then when she got there, the principal or someone told her that she had to leave. And she was like, why? She was like, because you don't have on the appropriate clothing. And this woman, she had on a Marilyn Monroe pajama, nightgown. Thank you, nightgown. Help man. thank you. It came down to her knees, but it was still a nightgown. It what? Not, it did not come down to her knees. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a nightgown nonetheless. And uh, she had a wrap on her head. Or was it a shower cap?
3: Which it one? was a, it was like a it's like her hair was tied up, maybe there were some rollers underneath or some pink curls or something okay so uh
0: she made a big deal out of this, got the news uh involved, and the story that relates to this is a principal at James Madison High School in Houston, Texas released a dress code for parents, and this dress code includes no satin caps or bonnets. No hair rollers, no pajamas, no torn jeans that uh, don't cover up your butt.
1: Yeah, the buttons.
0: Uh, leggings that are showing your bottom and where your body is not covered from the front or the back. Very low-cut tops, revealing tops, sagging pants, short shorts, I, a.k.a. Daisy Dudes. And dresses that are, quotes up to your behind. Yeah, your booty cheeks. <laughs> so this has uh had social media up in a frenzy twitter instagram a lot of people have been talking about it so i want to get you all thoughts. i'm going to start with you mika do you agree with the principal and her dress code do you
3: not agree what do you agree with if anything let me hear your thoughts i wholeheartedly agree i've been so irritated like I, when i've been reading the comments on Facebook, and people like respectability politics. that blah, blah blah. Roll to get at school. Blah blah. Okay, I hear you on all that, but for one, she said her child was being bullied, so she was enrolling her in another school. Now, ma, if I'm getting bullied at school, please don't show up to my school with no pants on and a bonnet. <laughs> like I just, how hard is that? I mean, that's basic. There shouldn't even have to be a rule for that. That's really just parenting 101. Don't embarrass the shit out of your kids on the first day of school. That ain't hard. Um, secondly, I mean, this was a black principal, right? Black students. And she's trying to get these students to think bigger and to bring more to the table and all these things. And that really starts with the parents. And I don't know why people can be mad about that.
1: All right. I'm with you on that,
0: Mika. Yeah, I'll I'll let you uh, chime in, Lotus. How do you feel?
1: Okay, so here's my thing. I don't like the counter arguments that this is, disproportionately racist against African-Americans. Because I think that the inverse of that argument is that poor African-Americans, I don't want to say inherently, but significantly don't make good choices or don't make choices about their uh, presentation. And I don't agree with that. I think that I've known a lot of people who necessarily weren't rich and they might've even been impoverished. But they didn't just show up anywhere looking like anything. And, you know, that pride existed amongst the socioeconomic strata. And just, I mean, yes, I think that people can buy in or not be able to afford a lot of clothes. And that the only clothes that they have are a headscarf and some pajamas. Some of these are choices. And the fact of the matter remains that choices, irrespective of, how much money you make or what it is that you do. I think that it does. And I will say this. I do think that either your demographics or how much money you make sometimes changes how people perceive the way you dress. Cause I know that there have been people who may have had money or may have been of another hue and they showed up dressed inappropriately. And I don't think that the worst was assumed of them. And so I do think that there are some, there are some perspectives and views that are based in, racism and class but I don't think that it's true across the board and we got to expect more from ourselves and I'm here for the uh, I don't know if I'm here for the ban but I'm here for the code I think that the way that they can go about the infractions could be a little bit different to be more beneficial to everybody Um,
2: yeah I I tend to agree with that you're exactly right about You know, the socioeconomic thing and just because you don't have a lot of mind doesn't mean that you don't know how to dress when you go somewhere. And I think that people go a little too far in, you know, asserting that just because someone's requesting something of someone, that means that they're insulting who they are and where they
1: come from. Exactly.
2: Sometimes people don't know. They want to know. They want to do better. Because we were all taught. We weren't born with knowing what to do none of us come from money like that someone taught us
0: i agree with y'all i mean a lot of people were looking at it different ways looking at it legally she was well within her right the principal and oh, okay, making okay. the dress code because under texas law she's able to formulate and enforce a dress code as long as it has a quote fair and specific purpose that being here setting a professional standard for the students Plus, it was a limited scope because Uh-oh. it was only... Listen
1: to you, Georgetown Law. I see you, boy. <laughs> I
0: try. I try. <laughs> because it wasn't all parents. It was only parents entering the building. So you could roll up in your car any kind of way you want. Right. As long as you don't try to walk up in there looking like who did it and what for. Sure. What Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> now, Okay. If anything, I probably would've been a little bit more lenient on like first time offenders. Yeah. But as far as whether she should do it, I agree. I think we should be the example of how we want our children to conduct themselves in public. And if you choose to forego their responsibility, then like they always do, unfortunately, teachers and school administration will do it for you. So if you cool with your kid wearing regularly or revealing clothes, then do you, but you ain't going to do it at this school or museum or court or church, other places that have dress codes as well. So I don't know why schools should be any different. And, Lois, you mentioned it earlier, blaming this on discrimination towards black and poor uh, people, that's a cop-out to me. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> because they act like black and poor people don't have jobs or aren't looking for jobs. So they have
3: clothes to wear. I think that.
1: Not so- all, but I will say a, a fair amount.
3: But here's the thing you don't have to be dressed in a suit, but I mean, she wasn't wearing pants. You can't come to my school in an oversized T-shirt with no pants on. Right. You can't.
0: The time it takes <laughs> you to put that oversized that's oversized T-shirt dress, on, bro. You could have put on a
3: a blouse or a polo or or some pajama pants even. But to me, I'm just like I grew up understanding that I couldn't be just as good as the white people or do what the white people did. That I was being held to a different standard. And while it shouldn't be that way, that's how it is, right? And that's what we should be teaching our children, to operate in what is, not what should be. So, I don't know. We need to get back to that.
0: I don't have time for the excuses for bad behavior.
3: It
2: doesn't have anything to do with race. Like like you said, she outside with no pants on talking about race.
1: Yeah, well, how about Right. Cover
0: right. up your I mean, <laughs> I'm
1: sorry.
0: Just we, we don't allow our children to make excuses. We shouldn't allow it either. And just because you're free to do something don't always mean you should. Like, we just got to do better. And So, yeah. So, next story is about Kate Smith. Now, some of you all might be like, who is that? And I was the same way before I read the story. Kate <laughs> Smith is a singer from back in like the early 1900s. She did some rendition of... 1900s? Uh, yeah, 1900s. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. She did a rendition of God Bless America... Apparently, a lot of baseball teams they play her rendition. In hockey, uh, hockey too. And it was discovered that she had released. Now, yeah, she had released some racist songs. Let me give you a couple of names. First name. <laughs> Let me get in right. That's why darkies were born. Mm-hmm. Next name. Piccaninny Heaven. Yeah. Uh-uh. She sounds like a wonderful person. Let me give you some of the lyrics. Darkies were born because someone had to pick the cotton and plant the corn. Someone had to slave and be able to sing. That's why darkies were born. Well, shit. Someone had to (laughs) laugh at trouble, though he was tired and worn. Had to be contented with any old thing. That's why darkies were born. Wow. Yeah.
1: Content with any old thing. Wow. Mm. Little
0: lyrics from Picking Any Heaven. Colored children... Fantasize about a heaven where "quote unquote" great big watermelons roll around. Mm. What? Yeah, yeah. So they have stopped playing her rendition of "God Bless America" at the games. They actually had a statue in Philly for her. (laughs) I just—they just just give. Got a statue for everybody. everybody I was just about to say they just give statues to anybody. (laughs) Robert Lee. (laughs) I mean, so so (laughs) I know. Look. Look, we started. They covered up her statue. So I just wanted to get y'all's thoughts. And I'm going to start with you, CEO. What do you think about all this? Well, I hadn't heard of this person. Like
2: you said, I was like, 1900s. I mean, I guess it's not surprising that this person had these views. But in general, it's just like, I mean, it's very interesting to live at a time where all of a sudden everyone's paying attention to stuff like this when obviously that's what it is. I mean, I guess it's it's cool they stop playing her stuff. It's just
0: just like dang, you know what I mean? Like you just reminded how racist this country is. Do, mm. do you find it a bit disingenuous? Like you mentioned, how everybody at that time was kind of like this. This is just how they were. Everybody wanted like that. Uh, well, no,
2: I well, mean, not everybody, but that no, was no, even no, even no, like, no. I, I know you did. It, 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 it was an accepted
0: way yes. to be. Mm-hmm.
1: It was a popular perspective, right? Yeah. No, no, no.
0: I'm with you. Do you find it a bit disingenuous that now people are like, oh, now it's a problem? Even though these lyrics have existed since the early 1900s, it's just like now we discovered them and so now it's a problem.
2: I tend to not fault people for seeing the light. Yes. Because things happen when they happen. People are complicated. Life is complicated. And we can't just shoe people because we're like, oh, you should have known that 50 years ago. Like, okay. So, I mean, there's just no alternative to accepting when people want to do the right thing. So, you know, if this is the movement now, fine. I mean, it should have happened. Yeah. I mean, yes, it should have happened a long time ago. It shouldn't have, ha- a lot of things shouldn't have happened, but now we're here. So we have to right wrong.
0: Mika, let me ask you, how do you feel about Kate Smith being that she was born around the time. This I think she was born like maybe about twenty years or so after Reconstruction started. So she is basically a product of her
3: environment, and that's I not mean, making that's, that's not making an excuse for it. That's just I was just okay. about to say I'm not gonna make excuses for it, but I really don't care all that much if I'm being honest. Like there's no, no, stuff, not no, There's stuff that affects me today, and that's just not one of them. Like okay, Philly, you covered up her statue. Cool. But you still have the Mummers Parade, so, I mean... How about that? You know, I just, <laughs> it's like, okay. okay. You know, because the average black person walking in the streets of Philly does not recognize who that woman is and know who that woman is. Well, actually, I'll take that out. Not the average black person. The average person will walk by that statue and have no idea who it is and not care. But the Mummers Parade happens every year. So, I don't know. Is the gesture important? No, because it's not, it's not the important gesture. There are bigger fish to fry than... This woman. I, I, I don't care.
0: <laughs> All right, Lotus, let me uh, get your thoughts.
1: Well, I mean, okay, I'm with both Mika and CEO. At this point, it's like, look, it, her perspective and her point of view wasn't an anomaly for that time and period. But as awareness is evolving and people are more woke and you can pull up stuff, we have a duty to respond in day and time. So do we not recognize her place in history? Yes. But do we also recognize the fact that one good deed or a couple of good songs didn't outweigh or uh, erase the fact that she also has some very flawed and some horrible racist views? Absolutely not. But I think that we have to recognize all sides of her. And if nothing else, I mean, that leads us into like where we are in politics. Does a person being good of the time cancel out the other 67% or vice versa. We have to attribute the whole person to some total who they are. And basically they know that if they want to continue as a brand, they need to divest themselves of her and separate. So I think it was, if nothing else, it was a business decision. And at least they're demonstrating the fact that they are aware that in this day and time, having ties to, known racist or sexist or homophobes and blah blah, 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 Anyone who has extreme views on any specific division, they got to separate. So am I giving them a shout out for saying, or for pulling down the statute and not playing the songs anymore? I'm saying thumbs up for at least acknowledging the fact that those views shouldn't be supported and you shouldn't be Co signing either invert, well, it was it directly or indirectly, but that's about it for me. I'm not going to give them no the thumbs up because they did it, because there could be a number of reasons why they did, but I'm not going to say that it was <laughs> not solely a business move. I highly doubt, I'm not even going to go any further, but I would think that particularly it might have just been a business move. So uh,
0: to piggyback off
1: of you a little bit, like I said earlier,
0: if you look back at everybody, especially around that time, late. They- they all had their flaws. They were probably a lot of them were racist. A lot of them were sexist. They were products of their time. Some were worse than others, but they all had questionable thoughts, beliefs. But I don't, I'm, I'm leaving. Everybody, on. everybody has questionable thoughts and beliefs. Like oh, nobody's okay. perfect. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, okay, okay. Uh, this, uh,
0: just there's there's degrees. There's levels to this shit. And oh,
1: I think, oh, oh, he does. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> I think that's the next point I want to make is that. Those same people, they did things that benefited America on a broad scale, things that still resonate with us today. So like, for example, George Washington, he owned slaves, but he also went to war against Britain and helped establish America into the sovereign power it is today. So we kind of cool with him on the money, the dollar bill. And then the other founding fathers, they had slaves too, but they also debated and wrote the documents that set the foundation for America's constitution and laws. So, you look at this woman, what did she do? She wrote and sang a racist song about black people, and she also happened to sing a song that Whitney did a thousand times better. So, that is it for us, man. Thank you to our SoundCloud listeners, our Spotify listeners, our iTunes listeners. We are going to wrap up with our hit it or quit it. I am going to start with
1: Lotus, why wow, sure. right, you started with me last week? And and then, somebody, no, not you, um, bartender. Um, but I wasn't ready again. Okay, okay we're gonna no, come no, no, back. No, to you. no, 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 no. Okay, I, go ahead. If you stay ready, you don't have to get me. there you go. Now, one of the things I was thinking about earlier this week is how we are approaching May, and clearly, after you set a certain goal, sometimes with weight loss you reach that goal and you slide a little far back and i just want to encourage everybody as we are going into the heart of spring try to stay on top of your eating and um <sighs> I know, y'all, because I'm trying to encourage myself right now. How am I do that when I'm going to Italy on Friday? <laughs> oh, yes. Where are you going? Rome and Florence. You better throw it in there. Yes, oh. ma'am. Because I'm eating everything. <laughs> yeah. listen, and okay. I am, I am. <laughs> and why is she going to lose weight when she go there and come I don't there? know about that. <laughs> that pasta, them carbs, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and that Prosecco. <laughs> oh, listen, listen the Prosecco all day,
3: yeah. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I can't wait.
1: Is, is that your hit of the CEO? No. <laughs> I'm just saying, be encouraged, y'all. Who everybody who's not going to Rome. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sia, we're gonna go with you. What's your hit of the quintet? I want to give a
2: big shout out to Mr. Robert Kraft. Owner of the New England Patriots for being Ooh. on tape. I want to hear the Getting a hand
0: job from two of them hoes at the at the <laughs> massage party. You know what? I'll give them one clap.
2: <laughs> and I want to <laughs> give a shout out to the state of Florida for having a sunshine law that allows these things to be released. They have a very broad public record law. No, the no. they are fighting vigorously to keep it sealed. And I don't know if it's gonna happen. Now I'm not gonna watch it when it comes out, but that video has to come out. just so it's out there, just because you know that's just hilarious. <laughs> so that's my
0: head and acquitted. Oh, that's gonna be all on red too.
3: <laughs> no,
1: nobody, oh, nobody, nobody streaming that. Nobody's streaming that. Right. <laughs> I'm kind of disturbed that he even mentioned that. What? Ew. Man, you better get out of here. Ew. We got a trial. I'm talking about you. <laughs> What the hell, man, got to do with that? Oh, uh, Mika, please go. That
3: <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> uh, you know, every time I think, like, oh, the hidden quit is just going to come to me. <laughs> it, it just doesn't. So, my hidden quit it is that I'm quitting it. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I apologize. us.
0: I should have went earlier because mine is a little bit a downer, but I still want to mention it because we discussed this story a few weeks ago. This is the story of Christopher Hansen. He was the guy <sighs> who released the hit list that included a lot of like Democratic politicians and several journalists from like CNN and MSNBC. He is being released from detention. Of uh, course he is the judge stated that the government had not met a standard for continued detention, but he said he still had grave concerns about his actions. If they're so grave, sir, why in the hell are you releasing them? I looked at the articles, tried to find like what the justification would be. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I just know that if somebody comes out and they said they going go kill a whole bunch of uh, politicians and celebrities who just so happen to all be from the same party. Maybe that isn't
1: the guy you should release back into the public. I don't know. Just uh, a thought. I'm agreeing with you, but the fact that they said he had to be supervised like a Hulk, essentially... I would think that keeping him in prison would be more cost-effective and less risky. You would think. Yeah, I would think. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know,
0: but yeah. privilege is fine, it's fine. There you go. That's my head of the it. Again, thank you all for tuning in. And as I said earlier, we are celebrating this, our episode, our 25th episode And we're doing that by having a contest. Uh, 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 uh. Details will be released uh, soon. Please stay tuned. But you have a chance to win a $50 Visa gift card that can be used for anything. Anything in your heart desires. You can use it on toys for your kids. You could use it on... uh, (laughs) <laughs> you can use it on pet supplies. You can use it on, Y'all on to- uh, sex toys, whatever you want. Wow, you just said this is a family <laughs> show, and then you going
1: to go say that. Anyway. Like,
0: good day. But so, stay tuned. Again, thank you all for tuning in. You can find us at We Got Deals Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, on SoundCloud, on Spotify, and on iTunes.
1: Lotus, where can the good people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Soulful Life. That is S O L E F U L L L I F E. All right. See you soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, See so y'all working the people find you. C O Squire
2: everywhere. And add me on Peloton this week. So when I get back from Italy next week, you can ride with me three times a day so I can work <laughs> off all of <laughs>
0: At <laughs> Mika, where can the people find you?
3: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Meek Speak, M-I-E-K-S-P-E-A-K.
0: And you can find me at M Town one on Twitter and M Rep on Instagram. M-T-O-W-N-R-E-P. Thank you all for tuning in. We will catch y'all next week. Hola.
1: Peace. Good hey. luck.